Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host, joined today by Coach Brian Irwin. Uh, Brian, two-time state championship co coach of the Lamarck Cougars, also coached uh, several different places uh, in the Metroplex, in Central Texas. Uh, he is now uh, a full-fledged member of Inside Texas and On Texas Football. Uh, Brian, welcome in. Thank you, Bobby. Glad to be here. Yeah. Hey, it's game week, right? That's right. That's right. That's right. A lot of excitement in there. Yeah, I think that um, as you and I talk about this, and we're gonna, I want to introduce this. We're gonna have something starting uh, the week after the first game called "Lunch with the Coach" on every Monday. Uh, very happy to 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 have Brian be the uh, uh, guest host, uh, guest analyst on that. Uh, he's gonna try to be breaking down how a coach sees uh, the games, and and even a little bit of a look forward on a Monday uh, as you come off of a either win or, or loss, as it as we may speak. But hey, uh, Brian, I want to start. Uh, today, I wrote something on InsideTexas.com I want your comment on, and that's the flow of the season. Like, how do you see Texas's season um, starting out? Obviously, they have a game that they should win to start, and mm -hmm. then they got, uh, you know, the mother of all mammoths coming yeah, to The mothership's coming in, yeah. Yeah, so how, give us your thoughts and feels on what you think the flow of the season might look like when you think the offense will be better defense, et cetera. You know, it's hard to predict, but uh, you know, we hope the offense gets off and they, they're clicking early on. And certainly um, offenses come along a lot slower than, than defenses. So what I'm really looking forward to, to seeing is, you know, how, how hot we start on defense. There's, there's no excuse not to start hot on defense. You know, you guys are fresh. Um, they know the scheme. Uh, what type of identity, you know, these guys are going to create for themselves. So uh, I'm, I'm seeing our defense probably start, start hotter. Uh, offense does what it does. We know who our playmakers are. Um, you know, you probably may be a little bit more conservative offensively early in the season, you know, especially the first game. Uh, just just run your stuff, execute your stuff. And like you said, it's a game we should win and, uh, get you know, hopefully get ready for the next week. Well, Brian, you talk about that and you talk about establishing an identity on defense. What do you really mean by that? Golly, I, I think it's a deal where we got to we got to watch the game and say, man, our guys are playing hard. They're just freaking playing hard. Um, that's that's what's most important. Uh, having that identity where our guys are physical, they're playing hard, they're compressing space, they're what we call getting on and getting off blocks. You got to get on, you got to get off. And uh, then from there, you you know, you chase and run to the football as hard as you can. And uh, that identity that, you know, I, I don't feel like we had last year. We I, I wouldn't describe our defensive guys as playing hard. So that's what we want as fans. That's what we want uh, to be proud of is, is watch our kids play and, and say, man, we're freaking, you know, we play hard. Yeah, I, I, I think that you're probably right. And I think that's what Steve Sarkeesian wants. I mean, um, you know, coaches can um, forgive. Uh, effort mistakes, right? Yeah, it's hard to get forgive non-effort, right? Yeah, uh, they're, they're two different things. Um, you know, Texas lacked a pass rush a year ago. Uh, was that part effort or was that just part mostly talent? Because I, I get, I think that it was mostly a talent issue mm -hmm. and it's made perhaps a, a scheme issue as it related to the talent. They didn't have that real, uh, outside guy that they could rely on in the pass right. rush. And that also hurt him against the run too. So, I mean, is there, is there a thought that you have on that as it, as it relates to the pass rush? I think uh, probably was a talent um, situation last year, you know, but everybody plays off each other when, 
you know, your linebacker core can affect that. You know, your your interior guys can affect that. I mean, the better push you get up the, up the middle, up front, um, the easier it makes it on the edge guys. Uh, so, you know, I think every position feeds off that. You can't just blame the edge rushers as to why we didn't get a pass rush. I mean, let's put it on the defensive tackles too. You know, get a push, get in his face, get a hand up, and uh, compress that pocket. Yeah, um, we're we're looking at it. The Texas had a had a a, a relatively poor defense a year ago um, by most accounts. Um, definitely a more senior defense uh, maybe this year. I was counting it up uh, and. Only eight guys in the two deep on defense are freshmen or sophomores. Mm-hmm. So that means of the 22, top 22 on defense, 14 are upperclassmen. Um, and a year ago, they didn't really have a lot of practice time. They had a new defensive coordinator mm-hmm. and they had the pandemic going on. So that took some time away from on-field stuff. This year, not only have they had the full year with Kwiatkowski, they've also had that additional work in the summer uh, where the coaches could work with them. Mm-hmm. How how much better are you hoping the defense is? A lot better. Uh, we we, you know, we talk about the edge rushers and getting a pass rush. Let, we we got to stop the run first. You know, um, jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. We know who those people are, you know, whether it's Alabama, whether it's Baylor, Oklahoma State. Uh, Oklahoma, th- those guys are going to run the football. They're going to try to run the football. We have got to be able to stop the run, compress space, get on, get off blocks, um, be active. You know, it just seemed like last year we were stuck to blocks for a long time. Couldn't get off, didn't didn't chase, you know, didn't play very hard, I, in my opinion. I think uh, we also got a lot more depth, uh, along with being a little bit more veteran squad. I think the depth on the defensive line is going to help us, especially early on in the season when it's hot. We're going to play a lot of guys. And um, I see us having a lot of depth up front. Gotcha. Um, you Let's let's switch to offense real quick. Uh, you know, you mentioned something that, that caught my attention just a second ago, uh, and that's that you think that offenses typically start a little slower mm-hmm. and get better as the season goes on. Um, yeah. Uh I guess execution is a big part of that and timing. Is that is yeah. you can't really it's you can't probably really... more to do with the offensive line than anything. Uh, those guys getting their pads set, uh, playing at a lower level. Uh, only game situations can can really uh, cultivate that. Uh, timing of run plays, timing of pass plays, you know, timing of screens. You can do it in practice, but in, until you're really going at that full game pace, game speed. Um, you're going to have to wait to do that to get that timing to all come together, especially in the run game. And it's interesting because if you have a veteran quarterback, they may they may be able to coax that out of them a little bit faster, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but you're, you've got a brand-new starter at quarterback. Even though there's some veteran pieces around him in the backfield and even at wide receiver, he, the quarterback is still the, the, the signal caller, right? He yeah. has to get that that timing down right first. Yeah. The timing and, and uh, you know, set Quinn up for success, you know, especially week one. Uh, set him up for success. Give him some relatively easy throws, RPO-type stuff. Um, 
you know, hopefully develop a pretty high completion percentage that first game. Um, no turnovers, hopefully. Uh, but setting him up for success. And then and then let's see what that offensive line's got, who's going to – how many guys we're going to play up there and, and uh, how physical they're going to be. And, and uh, it's, it'll all come together from an execution standpoint, but it just it just takes a little time. You mentioned the offensive line. They're expected to start two true fresh, freshmen. Uh, uh, on InsideTexas.com, Eric Nalin and, and the group published uh, the expected depth chart, but we actually get the, the official one tomorrow mm -hmm. uh, from – uh, Steve Sarkeesian at his press conference in the morning. And, you know, it's expected to have two freshman starters on the offensive line. You just mentioned that's one of those positions where it's going to take a little bit longer for them to get going. Have, you know, I don't remember in my time two true freshmen starting game one at Texas on the offensive line. And, and that goes back 30 years. Do you yeah. do you recall any time in the in the past few decades? I don't I don't remember. Um any, I can't remember Brockemeyer started as a freshman. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Dan Neal, guys like that, I'm not sure. I can't remember. Um, but, um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be moving fast for those guys on Saturday. Um, it's going to be moving real fast for them. So uh, it's going to take some time for things to slow down for those guys. But, again, try to set those guys up for success. Keep your package relatively small. You know, go execute, go win the game, and uh, then then you can do some more things. You know, going into the next week. Gotcha. Um, anything you most excited to see this week, this coming weekend? Like I've said, de defensively, I'm 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 ready to watch a great defense again, and uh, we miss those days. And uh, I'm I'm very anxious to watch our defense. See how confident they are. See how uh, how fast they play. How, how how hard they play. Uh, we we want as 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 fans, we want to be able to say that's that's my team, that's my defense. Look how hard you know when when Alabama turns the game film on uh, after the game and they start breaking us down and watching us like wow man Texas plays hard. You know that's what the game starts. You know Sunday morning after that first game when when your opponent turns that film on and they go wow these these guys really play hard. The other thing I want to see is is us take care of the football. Um, Great teams. The, the turnover margin, we've got to take the ball away and, we, and we've got to protect it. You know, to be a great team, that's what you do. We can't be sloppy. Let's start establishing that identity defensively and let's establish that identity uh, from a from a uh, turnover standpoint. All right. Um, Brian, uh, yesterday uh, uh, I found something interesting that happened in uh, Ireland when Nebraska and Northwestern went. Uh, Nebraska up by two scores. In the second half, attempts a onside kick that goes wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, Northwestern goes down and, and uh, scores, goes ahead, and Nebraska never scores again, loses the game 31-28. Okay? So I've got a couple questions about that for you. Okay. One is – a question and a commentary. One is, what's going through a coach's head right then when he's going for an onside kick after he goes up by two scores in the third quarter? Right? That's number one. Mm -hmm. And number two is, I, I felt like – after the game, 
Scott Frost may have unintentionally, intentionally, whatever you want to say, thrown his offensive staff under the bus. Hey, mm-hmm. we have to be our offensive staff, quote, has to be less predictable. Yeah. Um, my, my question is twofold. One is, what do you make of that onside kick? And two, the comment is, I remember you specifically saying in one of our very first interviews that you felt like last year the Texas defense and the Texas offense at times fell apart. Mm-hmm. Yet one of the things you liked so much about Steve Sarkeesian is he never put blame anywhere else. Yeah. And so my, 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 my question is about the, the, the onside kick. Mm-hmm. And also your comment on Sark kind of trying to say, stay true to, hey, that we're a team, we win and lose as a team. Yeah, uh, probably one of the most timely onside kicks, especially when you go up by two scores. Uh, momentum's clearly on your side. You know, a lot of times when you when you onside kick, you're, you're trying to create momentum um, or, you know, you've got to pull off something like that to win the game. Um, so probably not the most timely decision. Um, Swung the momentum, and we know how momentum works in football games. It's huge, um, and and you got to wrestle that momentum back. And if you don't ever wrestle it back, then you're probably going to lose the game. Uh, re, you know, regarding Sark, that's again, I, I think that's his his greatest quality. Um, I was so impressed with him last year, not throwing the kids on the bus, the coaches staff under the bus, uh, staying true to him. You know, I'm sure he had a few choice words for him in in the locker room or in his office face-to-face, but never in the media did he do it. And now look look what's happened. It's paying off. It's paying off in recruiting. It's paying off in the, in the portal. It's paying off in the culture of our of our team because you can just see it and you can hear it when, I, when our guys are being interviewed. Uh, the culture's building. And and that attribute is, is huge. And uh, I think now is when we start reaping the benefits of that. Yeah, it starts from the top down. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's, the, that's the reality. And if if you can uh, create a group that, that play together and work together, that's that's more than half the battle. You're almost all the way there. Um, yeah. Brian, uh, 100,000 people expected right about in uh, DKR next weekend. Um, you know, what are your thoughts on this up, upcoming season? What do you think qualifies as a good season for the Longhorns this year? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Win every game we're supposed to win, and win one we're not. Uh, how many is how many games are we not supposed to win? I don't know that yet. We won't really know that until week to week. Um, but uh, we need to win one game we're not supposed to win, and then win the rest of them. And so you know, as far as a number is concerned, I can see that being nine. You know. Uh, realistically, if, if we're as good as we think we're going to be and we're going to play as hard as we think we're going to play uh, and we're as talented as, as we think we are, um, I can see that being a, a realistic goal. Gotcha. All right. Yeah, I mean, I think that I, I'm kind of with you. I, I think they're going to win seven or eight in the regular season. That's kind of my – and then you mm-hmm. got the bowl game. And, mm-hmm. and I just – I think that um, having seen that open practice, I just think they're, 
they're probably a year away. And like yeah. Eric Nolene says on Inside Texas, he's written this a couple times. It's tech. This is the year before the year. Yes. If you really think it, even though Bijan is gone next year, most likely, mm-hmm. um, it's it's still building because you'll have a more veteran offensive line at that point. Uh, you'll have some guys on defense that are coming up through the system as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it'll just look a lot bit different as well as a full year start starting at QB mm-hmm. uh, from the most important position on the field. Uh, all right. That's been Brian Irwin, uh, former uh, high school football coach, uh, coached a little bit in college as well. Uh, went to the University of Texas. A good friend of mine for a long period of time. Uh, that This has been uh, a precursor to lunch with the coach. We won't call it lunch with the coach because I'm going to put it out on. Uh, we're going to put it out on Sunday afternoon. Uh, Brian, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, best look, best luck, and I'll talk to you next Monday on Lunch with the Coach. Good deal. Thank you, Bobby.